0: I'm Brother Christopher, the Minister General of the Order of Lutheran Franciscans. It is our pleasure to provide for the church at large a Lenten devotional series called Simply Lent, a Franciscan way to observe these 40 days. To learn more about the Order of Lutheran Franciscans, the first religious order of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, we invite you to visit our website at lutheranfranciscans.org and like us on Facebook. I wish you peace on the long 40-day wilderness experience we call Lent. This devotion is by Brother Ron. Our theme for today is Caring for Creation. We're looking out the train window and can't believe it. In the trees, five golden eagles, elk, a whole herd of elk, over there a gray wolf, It's a 40-hour train trip to California, so we brought books and crocheting. We didn't open a book or crochet a stitch, so was too much to see. We're like two little kids amazed at the wonders of creation. Whoa, did you see that? Oh, my goodness, that's beautiful. Then we look at our fellow passengers, and everyone is looking down at little digital screens. Here we are in the majestic Rockies, one of the scenic wonders of the world, and everyone's texting and gaming. It's kind of scary, really. We've all got MDD nature deficit disorder. Every night we're treated to a Nebraska sunset, a spectacular cosmic extravaganza, absolutely stunning reds, oranges, and pinks. And what are we doing? We're sitting inside in front of a TV screen, chatting on Facebook or tweeting. Here's a real-time cosmic event that can take your breath away, reconnect you to your creator, and we'd rather look at a screen and connect to a virtual world. We need to get back in touch with nature. We've all got NDD. St. Francis may have lived 800 years ago, but he has some really cool things to teach us about caring for creation. Nature was his spiritual mentor, a school of spirituality. He heard geese honking as they flew by or watched the spider spin her web or felt the wind on his face. And everywhere he went, he saw the handiwork of God. Francis believed there are two books of scripture teaching us about our God. The written word, Genesis, Exodus, Matthew, Mark, and nature, God's creation. Nature was, for Francis, a temple where he could worship God. So we're driving on a windy road down the California coastline along these rocky cliffs high above the Pacific. We notice the ocean is covered by low, thick clouds, but it's sunshine up here. As we zigzag around one corner, we notice this one lone misty cloud slowly creeping up the cliffs, so we pull over and watch. All around is sunshine except this one patch of cloud creeping up the cliff slowly until it engulfs the road ahead of us. Breathtakingly amazing. So right there on that two-lane highway, watching that little cloud do its thing, we sang God's praises. We sat in our car and worshiped and reconnected with our Creator. Now don't misunderstand Francis here. He delighted in nature, but he didn't worship nature. He just breathed in the fresh air and felt the sun on his face and heard the birds sing. And he worshipped the one who made it all, reconnecting with his creator. Now, another cool thing we learned from Francis is this. Francis is famous for his relationship with animals. You've heard stories of how he talked to the birds and befriended a wolf. But it wasn't just animals. Francis called everything in nature his sister, his brother, Sister Earth and Brother Moon, Brother Water and Sister Wind, Sister Star and Brother Fire. Why? Kinship. For Francis, all creation was his kin. Everything is related. Everything is connected. Everything has its place in God's design. When you find your place in creation, Francis said, you come alive. Alive in the holiness of belonging, he called it. We were driving in the country and we see this gorgeous hawk just hovering in the air, hovering absolutely still, looking for lunch. And we both said, how does she do that? Stay up in the air like that, in this wind, hardly moving. So we pulled off to the side and turned off the car and watched. Watched her for a long time, just hovering there in place, watching, 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 looking for her prey. And we both said to her, Sister Hawk, you are beautiful. How wonderful you are made, your powerful, graceful wings, your beautifully colored tail, your far-seeing eyes. I know it must sound weird talking to a bird, but you know what? I think she heard us, for when she stopped her hovering, she circled over us twice, then she flew away in the wind. Francis delighted in watching God's creatures, each doing their own thing. He'd see a fox run across a field, and he'd shout, Run, brother fox, I love watching you run. He'd remove a worm from a road. Now wiggle away, Sister Worm, and get underground. Nature was his therapist, where he found healing for his soul. We're inside the state penitentiary going across the yard to the chapel, and we see these inmates walking dogs, dogs they're raising and training for adoption. Here's this lifer, so hurt he trusts nobody, learning how to trust again from the unconditional trust of his dog. Here's this guy doing 25 years. So angry his heart is hard, learning how to love again from the unconditional love of his dog. But one thing about Francis stands out for me as the coolest. When he saw that colorful flower bloom, he had this amazing insight. As the flower does its thing, does what it is created to do, Francis said, it is worshiping God. As that horse gallops in the field, doing what it is created to do, that horse is glorifying God and singing God's praises. He got this, I believe, this insight from Psalm 148, where the psalmist writes, everything was created to glorify God and sing God's praises. What an amazing insight. And do you realize what this means? Yes, it does matter how we treat our environment, how we treat Mother Earth. When we pollute the water or the air or throw out a styrofoam cup, we're hindering nature's ability to worship God. And that's blasphemy. Really now. Is throwing out a plastic water bottle out your car window such a big deal Nah, it's really a small deal but it's still blasphemy and to those of you who wonder will there be animals and pets and trees and bees in the new garden of Eden of course there will you don't really think Jesus died just for us human beings do you what steps can you take right now to fight nature deficit disorder in your own life and what is one thing you and your family can do to take better care of your corner of god's creation let us pray praise you lord jesus christ who in your self-emptying love gathered up and reconciled all creation to the father innumerable galaxies of the heavens worship you creatures that grace the earth rejoice in you all those in the deepest seas bow to you in adoration As with them and Francis, we give you praise. Grant that we may cherish the earth, our home, and live in harmony with this good creation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.